Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Technical Foul Podcast. This is Ben and Rashid. Tonight, we're uh, going to be doing a little trade deadline special for you. Talk about some trades that have already happened and what impact we think they might have. Uh, we'll be talking about some teams that we think are poised to make a trade. And we'll also talk about some guys that we think might be on the move. So, um, without further ado, welcome to back to the technical foul. Thanks for uh, listening to us. So, recently, the two trades that have happened so far is we've got um, the Trailblazers and the Nuggets, where Nurkic got traded to the to the Blazers for, and, and I believe what was this a first round pick? First round pick. Also for. Mason Plumley and a second round pick. So basically, your trading centers there uh, makes, I guess, the Nuggets a little more athletic on that end, and maybe give them a little bit more time with with uh, Jokic playing now a lot more minutes, I think. And then I think it gives them a guy in Mason Plumley who can, you know, he's a good passer. You know, he's athletic. Probably lacks a little on the defensive end. And then maybe this will give Nurkic a second chance with Portland to be able to get some playing time. So that was one of the trades that happened. And then the other trade was... The Magic trading um, Terrence Ross and a first-round pick uh, for Toronto Serge Ibaka. <laughs> so that backwards. So that backwards. The Magic Serge Ibaka. Um, I was just talking to Ben. I was like, yeah, Serge probably indicated to them earlier in the season, like, hey, um, I'm not going to resign. Um, Ibaka was do- pretty much doing, uh, was being pretty productive with them. Typical Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, um, I think that might be the missing link that, or a missing link that uh, the Raptors need. Um, they're big men. Are just not existing other than um, what's his Valanchunas. name? Valanchunas. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely think it improves their team a lot. Um, you know, as a Magic fan, like, that's my guys. Um, y- you know, I am glad that we got something for Serge because I really don't think he was going to stick around. So at least they're able to get some assets. You know, I think Terrence Ross is a solid player, he's a good bench player. Um, you know, we got a pick, late first round pick for him. So at least rather than getting nothing, uh, when he probably walks in the off season, at least they're going to pick up something. Now the, the thing that bothers me about this trade a little bit is when you look at the past, you know, trade that happened with Abaka, uh, coming over from Oklahoma city where the magic gave up, you know, Victor Oladipo, who was a top three pick. They also gave up the number 11 pick, which ended up being Demontis Sabonis, who's been a pretty solid player. You know, he's not anything crazy, but he's been good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they also gave up Ilyasova. And a lot of people were like, yeah, well, Ilyasova was just a throw-in. But when you look at Ilyasova's numbers this year, I mean, he's averaging 14. He's averaging like 6.8 rebounds. Serge is averaging 14, averaging 8 rebounds. So it's really... You're giving up 
a rebound, you know, so essentially you got the same guy as far as numbers wise. And then you also gave up Oladipo and Sabonis. So to me, that was just like a really poor trade, poor decision. I know they were trying to get an athletic big who they thought could defend, you know, and then they went out and kind of overpaid a little bit. Um, his name slipping my mind now. Um, you're talking about Bismack Biombo. Bismack, yeah. So they well, Bismack made his money in the playoffs last year. Yeah, like he did. He did Toronto some wonders, especially with the offensive rebounding and true um, spacing. I think actually some games he actually started because uh, Valanciunas was out. Yeah, that's with right. The injury. So I mean, he right. he uh, he earned his money in the playoffs, and it was a contract year, perfect situation for him to exercise that. So. So those are kind of the trades that's happened so far. I mean, we definitely both agree that we think that Surge makes Toronto better. Um, you know, I think it helps him stretch the floor because he's a good shooter as a big. He can also defend. You know, so Toronto really how now has a chance to make a playoff push. with, And everybody's kind of talking about how, you know, Washington's played really well. Boston's played really well lately. And with Love being out for six weeks at minimum, and then also, you know, is he going to be ready for the playoffs? He's going to be playing himself back into shape. You know, what's going to go on with that? It just makes it kind of interesting. Like, it doesn't seem like the Cavs are going to run away with it. Now, there might be a team we might talk about a little bit later here. So, um, what do you think as far as the playoff runs in the East now? Does that surge trade does it make the things a lot more interesting for you um i think it makes i think last season especially well, the last playoff season and actually a little bit of this year toronto has struggled a little bit um and has been kind of depleted down low um so like you said having surge there is definitely gonna um, space the floor and he, he's a highly capable um offensive rebounder and he, he knows the game. He's only 27. So um, I think that's going to propel them to at least make it to the second round. I'm not sure who they're going to play, but um, I mean, I like their chances. I mean, Kyle Lowry's still having a good year. Um, DeRozan has been having a little tweaks here and there. He's been resting a few games, but you know, I think they'll definitely be there in the playoffs and we'll see. I think it's definitely a good move overall. I'm not mad at it at all. And I think both teams came out of it um, being a good trade. Magic knew Ibaka wasn't going to be there. So why yeah. not exercise that and get something back, regardless if Terrence Spross stays yeah. or not. And they're so, a train wreck anyway. Yeah. So. And it's actually good news for um, Ben actually mentioned earlier, Aaron Gordon. I think a lot of minutes is going to come his way. And as long as he stays healthy, you know, he's going to continue to um, – display his abilities and show what he can do yeah i think he'll be him being at the four instead of playing at the three he's really kind of playing out of position him being at the four would help him because he could stretch the floor as a four but as a three he's not the best shooter you know and, mm -hmm. um, he's so athletic so he's one of those guys he can guard pretty much any position i think yeah you know um so me. if we talk about uh we've talked about the trades that have happened so, as far as teams that you think 
are poised to make a trade, who would you say would be like your top five teams that you think either are desperate to make a trade or are one piece away from, you know, maybe contending? What do you got? Um, I mean, obviously with uh, LeBron all over the airwaves <laughs> screaming for a playmaker, kind of brings a lot of attention to his team. Um, I would say I've been reading up on uh, just a lot of players that's interested on joining the Cavs, you know, Nate Robinson and players like that. Yeah. People, people coming out the woodworks. Well, pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. up you got bit. your five? I got five. <laughs> but um, maybe like a player, go home team, I would say player that can make plays like Jose Calderon. I don't okay. think he can uh, – I think he's going to be utilized, you know, in that second, that, that bench player that can just coordinate the offense when it, you know, give Kyrie a break. And, you know, the ball won't be in his hands majority of the time. It's going to be in LeBron's hands. But somebody that can, you know, make a play on his own and knock down an open jumper. You know, he's not going to create space. But, yeah. you know, he, he knows how to work an offense or just coordinate. So somebody like that um, – it just doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a LeBron guy that LeBron would want yeah. to go after. That would make him satisfied with playmaking. So true. I, I have a name for you um, that I think you might find interesting. I'll bring him up when we talk about our guys that we think most likely would be traded. Okay. But I think, but the Cavs are one of my teams too that I think definitely is going to have to make a move, mm-hmm. especially with Love out. There's no guarantees that he'll be back for playoffs LeBron is always pushing management to make the team better so I do think they're going to make a small move nothing crazy but uh, you know obviously they're not going to give up anybody any one of their real assets but I could see them moving some of their bench guys you know for a solid playmaker to come off the bench yeah so that I totally agree with Um, another team that I have that I think is poised to make a move that they honestly they got a glutton of guards and I think they're gonna have to get rid of one of them is Phoenix. <laughs> I had them on mine too. Because Phoenix, they have Eric Bledsoe. They're notorious to have a bunch of guards though. Right, <laughs> and they're all from Kentucky. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they've got they've got uh, Eric Bledsoe, they've got Brandon Knight coming off the bench, and then they've got Devin Booker who looks like their future. Mm-hmm. So I think with the way they're set up with their pick that they're set up to have, they're going to be a top three pick, and you have a ton of point guards that are going to be available at the top of the draft. I mean, we're looking at Lonzo Ball, Markel Foltz. Uh, we're looking at Dennis Smith, and this is no particular order. De'Aaron Fox is a really good guard. I mean, there's a bunch of guys right now at the top of the draft that are going to be available that I think would be a good addition to their team. So I could see them trying to move Bledsoe for the right pieces, you know, and maybe trying to grab Alonzo Ball in the draft. I think that would be a good fit next to um, Devin Booker, who's a really good shooter, you know, somebody who can facilitate. So anyway, that's that's kind of my thoughts behind the whole Phoenix thing. And they've got these young bigs like Marquise Chris and um, Dragon Bender. Who is actually out for the rest of the season? Yeah, right? he's done now. But I mean, they've got future guys that they're looking at 
you know, trying to make something happen or create a atmosphere there and a style of play where I think they're trying to get athletic bigs who can shoot that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I, I think they're still trying to find, I mean, they obviously have a star, a future star with Booker. I think he, he's had so many games to where he it's, it's evident he, he's it. Yeah. We just got to, I think he's just a player just building around for the future mm-hmm. and, um, Definitely. you know, finding assets, you know, I think now good guards are going to be, you know, around. I think you need to find like the, the big that's going to anchor, you know, your team and your defense, you know, Tyson Chandler is not going to be there forever. Um, but I think that's a good look that he's there kind of mentor. Yeah. You can teach those young guys. Yeah. And, um, and Alex, actually Alex Lynn is still there. So, um, he's had some flashes of, Good potential too. So, I, they're they're in a good they're in a good position. Phoenix. I, like I think them. you know. I think it's been slow expectation that just built. Ryan McDonough, their GM, is kind of taking a lot of shots in Phoenix. But I do think they've got they've done a good job of getting young and athletic. And I think they're going to get better as they get older um, over the next few seasons. But I definitely think. Bledsoe's not really a fit there with Booker, so I think that would be a good move for them. But and he's he's also given up. I mean, he gave up Isaiah Thomas for basically not much right. in the past. So I could see them moving on from Bledsoe. Um, anyway, so any other teams you have in mind that you would like to bring up as far as trades go? As far as trades go, man. to figure out who's the obvious um i think a lot of teams have can let's see detroit maybe um i read that i don't think i read that um the coast doesn't like how the ball sticks with uh reggie jackson reggie jackson yeah yeah i've heard a lot of rumors about him getting yeah and once you think about it, he does like to dribble the ball. He does like to pick his spots. It takes time for him to see his – to actually have vision on the court. Um, and actually, if Smith had been playing a lot better than him lately. So I can see if they – Reggie, you know, maybe Cleveland tries to target Reggie Jackson, you know, to come off the bench. Kyrie, I'm not sure. That might be a terrible idea. Because, um, I mean, he is a playmaker, um, but I see, I see Reggie being yeah. moved in the near future. I, I don't see, see him There's been some rumors there. about him going to the Magic. I, I'll i be honest. I really hope the Magic don't go after him because <laughs> he's not really the type of player I can see fitting no, in there. No, um, Even though they do need playmakers and they need, they need shooters. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, so they're another team – the Magic, I think they're not done yet because I could definitely see them moving uh, Vucevic for the right the right player. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not just going to give him up for nothing because mm-hmm. he could be a, a solid backup big on a, on a contending team. Like, he can score. He can score. You know, he's, you know, he's got a good touch. He's got good footwork. It's just that the defense isn't really there, but he's kind of – to me, he's like a, a poor man's Ennis Canner, you know. Okay. So, 
I think he could be really solid in that regard, like if he was on a good team. Mm-hmm. But being on the Magic and being a starter, he's not, he's not really. No, they actually got him coming off the bench now. Yeah, Is that right. I think so. Yeah. Well, that was with the Ibaka there, so I don't know okay. now that Ibaka's well, right. Yeah, you're right. Unless they start Biombo. Um, I had one in my mind. Um, a well, team a lot of people were talking about, but I don't think th- they have to make a trade is Boston. You know, they got so many pieces. They've got great depth, and they have a lot of talent. And also the, the picks. They've got the Brooklyn pick, which is looking like could be number one overall. If the cards fall right, they got Brooklyn's pick next year, which doesn't look any worse. Um, you know, I really think they could make a trade for a, a star player. A lot of people have said, you know, maybe Paul George, maybe Jimmy Butler conversations start coming back. I don't really see the Bulls trading Butler just because he's their, to me, their best player by far. And, um, or ticket seller too. I, I don't see the Pacers trading Paul George unless yeah. the, unless Boston just gives him an offer. Larry Bird is no fool, knocks man. Their socks off. Larry Bird is no fool. He's not going. He knows Paul George, regardless if he's having a good season this year or not. He 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 knows Paul George is the center of the team, is the bell cow. So he's not going to give up Paul George for. Nothing, at least not a star in return. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they have Jeff Teague there for a reason. They're going to try to, you know, play deep in the playoffs and have that that uh, that Pacer, you know, back in the day when Pacers and the Heat, LeBron was going at it pretty much every playoffs back in, what, 2010-ish, 10-11? Yeah. Maybe so, more recent than that. Yeah. So, um, but like you said, you brought up the uh, Celtics. They're kind of in the same situation as the Raptors in a sense. They need like that power forward to kind of, they need rebounding, first of all. I mean, Horford can only do so much. Yeah. Um, he's a great passer, but they need some extra bodies to get the boards. So. I, I think that they were interested in Ibaka also, but yeah. I don't know if they were willing to give up as much as maybe Toronto was. Mm-hmm. I thought they could, I think a perfect fit for them, but I don't think he's available in that regard as a Nerland's Noel. Just an athletic big yeah. who can defend, rebound, and he he's, he's quick. I think he would be a good fit, and then they, if they had like a, a really good all-star type two guard. Yeah. They could they could definitely be. I think they should deal. And they're already probably a contender. You know, I'm not going to say they're going to they're not going to beat Cleveland probably in a seven-game series, but I think they they're right there knocking at the door. So with the right piece, they could be very good. The way it's looking at it, man, they might beat Cleveland. I it's mean, possible. I mean I mean anything is possible. Yeah. Kevin they, Garnett yeah, <laughs> anything is possible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if Kevin Love is, keep having these, uh, well, actually, this is knee this time, but you know, he's he had a some back spasms, kept him out earlier this year. Shoulder, so, shoulder. You know, yeah. Kelly Olynyk pulled his shoulder out like two years ago. So, no, uh, Kelly Olynyk 
I was thinking uh, Kelly Oubre. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. But then that arm lock and yank it out. <laughs> Ooh, that was rough. Yeah. I saw that. That's happening to me. That was times. definitely That's a technical foul. That absolutely. <laughs> that absolutely was a technical foul. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, another team that I think could possibly make another trade as well as Denver. I mean, Denver has a ton of players. I could see them be willing to part with, uh, you know, Gallinari or Wilson Chandler. You know, those are two shooters, I think pretty good shooters, who would be do well on a contending team. I could see Gallinari going to Boston, and that would be a nice fit. Mm-hmm. You know, by some of those playmakers, like you got Isaiah and Archie Bradley's a great defender, you know. Him on the wing as a shooter, you know, you can kind of interchange him and Jay Crowder. That would be nice. Yep. So, um, uh, that's kind of a lot of the teams that I thought would be more likely to make a trade. I mean, you're probably going to hear a lot of talk uh, about big names like DeMarcus Cousins, Jimmy Butler, Paul George. I don't really see any of those guys getting moved yeah, this year because they're cornerstones. It's it's gonna it would take a lot. It'll take a lot. So the thing is, if you're Boston, if you're Denver, if you're a team with all these picks and young players, how much are you willing to give up for those type of guys? Right. So how much do you value the guys that you already have? What? Um, so what that brings to mind is. There's some contending teams that I feel like are maybe one piece away, you know, and I think like, for example, well, not that they're a piece away, but Cleveland's always looking to make that improvement. And I think Washington is right there too. There's a one player that I could see going to either one of those teams and he's coming from your team. Ooh. Lou Williams. Yeah, Lou Williams. Yeah. Because he, he's a guy that can get his own shot. He can make a play happen. You know, he can score coming off the bench for them, and that's kind of something they're both needing. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that would take the pressure off of LeBron. Um, you know, same thing with with Washington. It would take the pressure off of John Wall, Brad Bill. I, I think that would be – he would probably be a better fit in Washington. But, you know, and, and he's not my favorite player. I think he – Takes a bad shot sometimes, but he's good at getting fouled and going get, going to the line. Yeah. He's a good free throw shooter. Yeah. So I, that's a guy, the type of guy I could see both of them looking for. We've heard a lot about like Darren Williams going to Cleveland. I could definitely see Cleveland making a move for a veteran type right player who you know can make things happen. On yeah, because Mo Williams just went AWOL. <laughs> well, he's gone now. That. Yeah, he got traded in the Corver trade, which. I mean, let's face it, Cleveland basically stole Corver. Right. That was a robbery. Well, it was a cast considerations, I believe. Yeah, well. So, I mean, you get one of the best three-point shooters just added to the squad. Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice. Yeah, he had 29 one night, Corver. So, So. he's making his way. Um, But, yeah, to piggyback off that, um, the person on the Lakers – that has the most value, I believe, is probably Lou Williams. It's, it's he's more sexy to the continue. Continue. You mean teams. like as in most value for a guy they're actually willing to move, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, not not considering the the young pieces or anything like that, but for someone, for a team that's willing to win immediately, 
right away, um, teams are looking at the Lakers and looking at Will, Lou Williams like, okay, yeah. what what can we do? So uh, hopefully Mitch and you know the management make a good decision. If that comes to a, a decision to make, you know, hopefully we can get some assets or something. You know, I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I'm not. I'm not. I could see Cleveland giving up like a second round pick and like Amon uh, Shumpert or something. The way Lou's playing right now, man, I, I, I might need that first round pick. But they no, don't have one though. Do definitely they? not going to get a first round pick for a team that is second worst record in Western Conference. Mm. But so, um, I don't know. I think, uh, and then Lou's in a second to. I think he has one. Next year is his uh, option year, I believe. I could be wrong. I think he has two so more a player comp- option. Player option. That sounds right. Yeah. So I think Lou is going to leave regardless. If it, you know, if the choice is up to him. There's a few guys I think could be interesting, like uh, Bogut. I think would be a good uh, piece to help a contending team. Yeah. I think Dallas is is rough right now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think he's necessarily somebody that's going to help them get back in playoff contention. No. So why not try to move him for some younger players or picks um, or a combination of a, a pick and a young player would be nice. Um, I definitely think the Knicks will probably make some type of move. I, I think it's going to be very hard for them to trade Melo just because they're probably not going to get Back what his value is, Carmelo sure value, like yeah, fifty cents on a dollar, maybe twenty five cents. The on name the dollar is nearly point. bigger than the player right now. And then, I mean, I could see them or someone taking a gamble on Rose just for the rest of the season to see if how he plays, and maybe they'll resign him. But um, they're not going to get much for him at all. Yeah. Maybe a second round pick yeah. and an expiring contract. Yeah. And I don't even think I have no idea if Rose is gonna want to resign with the Knicks or or what. Um, I don't foresee. It the just Knicks. seems like a roster to actually blow up sometime soon, um, based off this whole season. So I don't. I don't know. I can't put my finger on that. Um, I don't foresee the Knicks wanting to bring him back. Um, we've, I've heard a lot about the Pelicans trying to get a big to help out with um, Anthony Davis. Like the name that's floated, that's been, you know, talked about a lot with them is Jalil Okafor. Mm-hmm. And he even got pulled for the two games because they thought he was probably on the move. And I think, you know, what's probably will end up happening with him is I think at this point, like Philadelphia knows they have to get rid of that somebody in that glutton of bigs and because they've got Nerlens, they've got Embiid, they've got Okafor, they've got Saric, they've got Ben Simmons who hasn't even played yet. I mean, they've got to move something. And they've got a, another another center that they like that's young too. Um, no, he's like a four, but as far as like most likely to get traded, I think it's going to be Okafor. And then He's been talked about with the Bulls. He's been talked about with the Pelicans. He was talked about, I think, with Portland until they made their trade. So it's just going to be interesting to see if he actually does get traded or not. So we'll see what happens there. If they can get 
they can get rid of um, yeah Simmons too. I didn't even say Simmons. Yeah, I did. You did. Okay. Um, they can get a another point guard, or maybe like a dual guard mm-hmm. um, out of Nerlens or Okafor. Funny enough, you know who would probably help them a lot right now? Who? Drew Holiday. Yeah. Who they traded, traded for away. Noel yeah. in a pick. So, uh, but I mean, that's no knock to um, TJ McConnell. He's working it right now. He's at like two game winners. All right. So we've talked about the guys that you know, we think are going to get traded. So let's go over. This is the fun part of the show, I think. Let's do some hypothetical trade scenarios. This is what I get the most excited about. So I've got a few trades, been on the trade machine, and some few things that I've thrown together. Some smaller trades, and then we're going to work our way up to the colossal trade that I've engineered. So uh, the first one I've got is, I think, would be a good fit, like I said before, is Lou Williams to the Cavs. So for the Cavs to get... You know, give back in return. I think they're going to give up Shumpert. And then to make the money work and to give like a little more talent going towards Lakers way, I threw in Kay Felder to go to Lakers, which he's been, you know, a solid backup. And then, you know, Cleveland, they'll need a point guard in return, which Lou can kind of play that facilitating role too. And then I threw in uh, Marcelo Puertas. So you got. Williams and Huertas going to the Cavs for Amon Shumpert and Kay Felder. What do you yeah, think? I could. I mean, Lakers could need some defense um, on the wing. Um, definitely takes away from some offense um, from our lineup, definitely. But I'm not mad at it. Money works out, so they could. Yeah, and it also gives a chance to maybe get the ball in Brandon Ingram's hands more and yeah. see what he's got. Yeah. So it's, I like the trade for both teams. I think it gives the Cavs some pieces they would they would need for to contend again, of course. Um, the next one I threw out there, and this is kind of a little bit different, um, maybe some picks involved to try to make it kind of work on more evenly. So I've got Danilo Gallinari. Mm-hmm. Going to Boston. In return, Denver is getting Amir Johnson, who helps make the money work, and Terry Rozier, who's been a solid backup guard. And I know that Boston wasn't willing to give up uh, Rozier to the Magic as part of the Serge Ibaka trade, so they do value him pretty good. But they'd be getting Gallinari, who would be a very good shooter for them. He's a, he's a great scorer. You know, I think he would fit well um, with Boston, what they're trying to do. They shoot a lot of threes, so I think that would be a good addition for them and help them. And I don't know that they need to throw in a pick, but it's possible maybe like a second rounder just to make it work. Uh, so that was another one I made up. What do you think, Raz? Do you have anything to add to that? or? Yeah, um, that trade could happen. Um, it's definitely a good hypothetical. I think both teams, you know, it's not a blockbuster. It's a good hypothetical, but I don't know what we'll make of that. Um, but as far as my first hypothetical, I would first thing that comes to my mind is 
the Clippers have been needing a three-position player forever. So True. Yes, for eternity. Yes. Um, I mean, they run through players like um, Wesley Johnson, um, Jeff Green. Jeff Green, that project. Every guy has been a project and hasn't folded out. You know, at best, they're just corner three, you know, pull-up jumpers for these players. But they really want to make some noise. They have to go after Melo. And I think Melo would be interested with playing with Doc Rivers and that team. It's, it's, I think it's it's nearly perfect for them. Absolutely. Um, but the thing is, what are they willing to give up that New York would take in return? I was going to say um, it, it would have to be Blake Griffin. Um, it's kind of it, probably Blake Griffin in a pick or something. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, I don't think Melo is that valuable right now. Or the Knicks, I'm, I'm meaning the Knicks would give uh, give up a pick for um, with along with Melo if Melo agrees to waive his no trade clause. Um, and maybe like you know a filler here, like a point guard or you know for for the Knicks or something like that. But I think that would make some noise. Um, but I don't think that will happen because this Clippers really like Blake, and I don't think Blake would want to re-sign with the Knicks once his uh, contract is up. So yeah, that's true. You know, super hypothetical, but that would be that would make some noise in the definitely make some noise in the NBA land. So what so, do you have? So another one I have is uh, a guy that been in the trade rooms a lot is Jaleel Okafor. So the scenario I have, basically, it's going to fringe on whether or not the Pelicans are willing to give up their pick, which right now their first-round pick sits about number nine where they're at in the rankings. So it's going to be like a you know, lower 9-10, possibly in the teens if they move up in the rankings, which I don't see. So I have Okafor and another big that – Philly seems to like, but they have a glutton of them anyway. So I have Rashawn Holmes going with Okafor to the Pelicans. And then the Pelicans would send Alex Ajinka, Ajinsa. Ajinsa, <laughs> and Quincy Pondexter along with that first-round pick. So basically the gist of it is they're getting the ninth pick for Okafor, and they're also getting a, another t- possibly talented backup big right. to help out. So that's kind of the scenario I had there. I think these teams have been talking a lot. I think it's definitely a possibility um, that could happen. I don't know how much New Orleans is willing to give up, but I do think they have a, a few little pieces that they could give up and it would work. Below 500 teams, they, they talk a lot yeah, <laughs> amongst true. each other. They so. need to mix something up. <laughs> I'm sure they have some type of community where they just New Orleans out. needs to make something happen. Yeah. At so, least Philly has some picks coming up in this draft that they could get some really talented players. It's, with. it's exciting because this is a deep draft. So draft picks, trading draft picks, are, you know, maybe in the past have been like, oh, man, we didn't get anything back but a pick. Yeah. But it's going to start paying off, especially like teams like the Celtics. You know, it's going to pay off. Yeah, the Celtics, know? they're either going to make a really big move or they're going to end up with just a ton of talented young players. Oh, yeah. Which is never a bad thing. Right. Um, so, the last one I have, 
This is the blockbuster. Okay. Okay. I've worked it in my chemistry lab. I've just been working <laughs> up this trade, and I'm really excited about it. White lab coat. All right. So, yeah, Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> worked this trade out. So, I'll just first state all the players, and then we'll talk about who's getting what. So, this trade has the New York Knicks. Oh, so, it has the Denver Nuggets sending Emmanuel Moutier. And, th- and this trade, I should start over. This trade fringes around Carmelo Anthony, basically. Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Love. So this is a blockbuster. So we have Carmelo going to Cleveland to pick up with ban- on the banana boat with his buddy LeBron. Even though he wasn't <laughs> on the banana boat. <laughs> but he's part of the banana boat yeah, crew. he's part of the banana boat crew. So himself going to the Cavs. And then Love is going to actually end up with a third team. Surprise is going to be the Denver Nuggets. So I have Love going to the Nuggets. And then Denver will also get Amon Schumpert. So those are two um, guys that are going to be going to the Nuggets. In return, I have Cleveland getting also veteran Jameer Nelson to help. He's a you know, playmaker off the bench as a veteran. And then also Will Barton. So I have Will Barton and Jameer Nelson. And that's not all New York, uh, the Nuggets are giving up. Because to New York, they're actually going to send Emmanuel Moutier. And then also I have um, the Knicks getting Kay Felder, backup point guard for Cleveland. So they would be getting Moutier and Felder. And then they're also going to end up getting the 15th pick or, you know, mid first round pick from the Nuggets. So essentially the Nuggets are giving up the, you know, the mid first round pick, Emmanuel Moutier, Jameer Nelson, Will Barton, and they're getting back Kevin Love and Amon Schumpert. And then Cleveland is giving up Kevin Love, Kay Felder, and Amon Schumpert, but they're getting back Carmelo Anthony. Jameer Nelson and Will Barton, which Will Barton's been a you know he's been a good scorer, so I think that would help them as well, you know bring some scoring punch off the bench. That would definitely sure up Cleveland's second unit when you had add Jameer Nelson and Will Barton, and then you have Carmelo to replace Love, which I think he's a better fit next to LeBron anyway. So, um, you know I I think that's a huge trade. I think everybody's getting value in return. I actually think the Knicks are getting great value for Carmelo, even though you know they're giving up their franchise player. They'd be getting back a young player, Moutier, who's still got some work to do. Um, the jury's still out on him. They'd also be getting a mid-first-round pick. And then Kay Felder, who's you know a nice second-round pick from last year, who could be pretty good. What do you think about that one? I think that's the fact, the fact that you – it it actually looks like a, a ESPN <laughs> breaking news trade, um, blockbuster trade. I think every team is coming out with with something to hold their head on. You know, the Knicks needing point guard, point guard play because you know Rose is the verdict is. Oh, that's another part of this that I didn't mention, but. In this trade where the Knicks are getting two point guards, 
Rose is getting shipped out on a separate trade for right. that's their security second rounder and maybe a expiring right. So um, yeah, I mean the thing that I that the reason I think this even is a possibility, and I'm and this is all hypothetical and mostly a joke, but um, is because Kevin Love is hurt again, and there's no guarantees that he's going to stay healthy. I mean, since he's been with Cleveland, he's pretty much been injured. About half the time, I'd say. So, you know, do you want to risk it with Kevin Love in the playoffs this year? Or would you rather go out and get Melo and have him for the next couple of years? You know, I honestly, I mean, I think Melo would, would play better with LeBron than he has with, with New York, so... I think that's a good move for Cleveland, you know. And then who's to say next year they don't go out and trade Kyrie for his buddy Chris Paul, Chris Paul, you know, and then make a smaller move for Wade. They could get the whole banana boat crew. True. And then fulfill LeBron's prophetic notion that he made about playing with his buddies. So that kind of does it for me. I mean, you can't really say much after that. I don't yeah, think, that's, but. that's a lot to get your head around. And, you know, it, it's like a new narrative. And I think I listened to this uh, D. Wade interview. Um, and he did mention that, you know, it could be, it is a dream come, it is a dream to play with your buddies, your best friends, you know, and but your best friends are superstar athletes, superstar basketball players. So just imagine you know, CP3, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, all on the same team. That's not a USA team. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing team. is, at this point, they would have to do it within the next couple of years, or these guys could be right too old. They so could miss their This could be a legit dream team on a regular season basis. So, I mean, that... That's a big one. And that's a team, honestly, like, that's a really good team, but that's a team it's that could heavy. still be beat, though. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, if you had the right piece, I mean, like, I think Golden State would still compete with that team right now with the roster they have. Oh, yeah. You know, so. They still have youth. They're all yeah. in their 30, I mean, below 30s. So, you know, Golden State-wise, so. Um, I do. I would be looking forward to. You know, the trade deadline coming up Thursday at 3 p.m., I believe, Eastern Time. So I know I'll be checking the Twitter and checking my phone on the regular to see what's going on with that. It's one of my favorite times of the year. I get so excited about it, just the possibilities of – I know it's a it's rough for NBA players on their families and, you know, trying to fit in on a new team, but it's exciting for the fans and – you know, I think GMs that are on the hot seat, it's a good time for them to try to improve their team. So, and that's that's basically all I've got. You got anything to add, Rask? Um, I just want to throw one out there. Uh, I think that Mitch Kupchak would pull the trigger and just go with the fans want. Um, this may not be large percentage of the fans, but my hypothetical is they might just shoot for the stars, um, trade D'Angelo Russell and Brandon Ingram for DeMarcus Cousins. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I, mean, I guess that's kind of one of the things they talked about last year. But maybe I think the Lakers and the Lakers the would give up now. give up a pick, like yeah. a like a first round pick or something like that. Well, not the number two or three pick. No. Um, but a pick will be involved, like a future pick. I'm not sure. Yeah. Future a future first rounder or something like that. Yeah, maybe a, that. later years. Um, because the Lakers is their their mentality. I don't care who's running the organization. Their stigma is star power. Star power. We need somebody that's going to be a star immediately. You know, I think at this point it's like regardless if we're winning or not, yeah. which is hard to say because. Well, and that's the thing is if they were to, and and you know we're not really being serious, but if they were to go out and get Demarcus Cousins mm-hmm. and lose D'Angelo, I mean this draft is the time to lose a point guard because you're right. going to go grab, you know, a top point guard right now right. and kind of throw him in with. Um, Demarcus Cousins and see what it does. I mean, they still have in my trade. Randall. They still have Julius Randle. Um, Larry Nance has, you know, played well. He's very solid. Um, you know, uh, front court guy. Jordan Clarkson. So Jordan Clarkson's still there. Um, I think his contract is manageable. To, you know, very tradable. So yeah, I mean, it could work. It could work. Uh, I would like to see Paul George get traded to a bigger market, um, maybe even the Lakers. I don't know, after that DeMarcus Cousins deal, would, would they have enough <laughs> to get him? But Well, maybe uh, as a free agent. Maybe as a free agent, so we'll see. And he's he's from California, too. So, um, But, yeah, that's, that's my only one. Well, that about wraps it up, guys. I mean, that's our trade deadline special. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Let us know if you guys want – have any other hypotheticals you want us to talk about or, you know, just yeah, we'll tweet shoot at back us. at you on Twitter and um, at the tech foul pod. We're going to try to make this a series, you know, or maybe just translate this to other sports and other things where it's just me and Ben kind of focusing in on one particular topic. So, yeah, we're both the basketball guys. And, <laughs> you know, we love talking about the NBA and the minuscule pieces in NBA, even like contracts and free agency and stuff like that so i'm sure you'll hear more from us right on that and uh check us out on itunes and soundcloud thanks for listening guys peace peace